0: What kind of man are you? This life will require you to be steadfast, immovable, strong, and courageous. Though this world says you should get a trophy just for showing up, and there are no winners and losers. You must train to win the prize. You do the hard things. You persevere. You are becoming the man God created you to be. You exercise discipline, the discipline of manliness. Good day, gentlemen. Welcome back to the Discipline of Manliness podcast. Thanks for tuning back in again and coming back for another week for another episode in in this discussion on stepping up and ultimately becoming the men that God has designed us to be. Guys, that's what I've been talking about over almost a year now. I can't believe it's already that far into this show. Um, But guys, we've been talking about how we do that and how we show up and become the men that God designed us to be. And it's funny that that's exactly what came up in a conversation with some guys I work out with this morning. Um, one of the guys has been having a very similar conversation with a couple other buddies, and he wanted to know what we thought on on what it means as Christians to show up and live out um, biblical masculinity. And it sounds like maybe the the other conversation he had, he just had some questions on what these guys thought, and um, maybe there was a hint of. Of uh, some machismo in in their conversation before, and and maybe that's how you're supposed to live out this role as as biblical um, biblical men. And he was really struggling with that idea, which I don't blame him because I would struggle with that too and and disagree with those sentiments. But um, we were having a really good conversation about that today. And as I left that conversation, I decided I wanted to come back home and look back through some resources I've had in the past or some scriptures and some um, even find some articles online. And so I went to one of my go-to sources, which is uh, gotquestions.org. And I looked it up to see if they had anything on the topic and they have an article called, What is Biblical Manhood? So that was a, a very good article and that's what I'm going to kind of break down today. Ultimately, guys, I think we as, as Christian men have a pretty serious problem. It, it looks to me like we are just not showing up in society or for our families in a way that is biblically masculine and that is leading to a myriad of other problems because we are ourselves uh, an emotional or psychological and or spiritual train wreck Um, and when we are that type of wreck then we are absolutely destroying the other people in our lives we're we're destroying our our wives or our kids um, other family members other relationships Um, And it's just a never-ending downward spiral. Um, Guys, if we're not showing up in the right way, I mean, like I said, our kids are negatively affected um, because who's then teaching them what they need to know about life and how to live? It's our school systems. And um, and, I mean, some schools are better than others, uh, especially if you're in a private school setting. But goodness, if your kids are in a public school system, I mean, they can't figure out which bathroom you're supposed to use. So I don't know how they're gonna help your kid develop um, an approach to life or how to deal with difficult circumstances in life in a positive or healthy way. I just don't think you're going to find that from from any kind of school system unless you're the exception to the rule and extremely fortunate to have uh, maybe a, a, a godly teacher or coach or somebody who happens to be working in the public school system. But I would not rely on that as a strategy, guys. That's not a good or healthy strategy, and it's certainly not going to be one that produces any kind of results that I think we as men are hoping for especially as as um, trying to be men who are biblical men and, and living that out in our lives so what of course are we hoping for? We're hoping to be men who show up and positively impact the world around us and just imagine that guys if if we truly take the principles that are given to us in scripture and demonstrated for us by Jesus Christ then we will be creating and uh, developing a world around us where We are not wrecks emotionally, spiritually, or psychologically. Um, God will be healing those wounds and those damages and those things inside of us. And as he heals us, guys, I think we will be healing the world around us um, by extending uh, the spirit of God to the world around us um, by just living out that example of who Christ is and and was and is in, in our lives and that is going to make such a, a change in the world around us because people will see the inevitable improvement that happens, not just from a a financial or health and wellness perspective, but just how then no matter what happens in life, we can handle it positively and, and there's still joy, you know, no matter what the circumstances are in life. So that is, I think ultimately what we're trying to accomplish by living out biblical masculinity and, just pointing people to Christ. So that's what we want to do. That's what we're trying to accomplish. And I hope you guys can see the benefits of what that means. Ultimately, I, I, mean, wish, I wish we didn't have to use adjectives like biblical masculinity. In my opinion, I think when we say masculinity, that should just mean biblical masculinity because that should be the the epitome, the role model of of everything that masculinity is. We as Christians should be the ones the rest of the world looks up to in how that is lived out. And I I wish that was the case. And that's what I want to see happen for myself and for all of you. Um, guys, I definitely don't want in any way in this episode to sound like I'm, I'm saying I have this together and you should look at me. That is by far the furthest thing uh, from the truth of what I'm saying. I have plenty of my own issues and things I'm trying to improve in my life, but I fall short from that mark every single day. Um, if you don't believe me, just ask my wife. She will she will vouch for me in that and tell you how I fall short. Um, but ultimately, guys, the role model we have is Jesus Christ. Um, he is the only perfect man who ever lived, and he set the example of how we are to live. So I just want to be following that. I want to be growing and developing myself in that, guys, through things like I've said, like by putting our faith first, using our our fitness and our fellowship and friendships and um, even our finances for being a positive impact in the world around us. So having said all that, uh, guys, I think there are some principles that we need to live out. And I'm going to cover these five principles that are talked about in this article of what is biblical manhood. The five principles the article described are humility before his God. Um, these are this is what biblical manhood is. Humility before his God is number one. Number two controls his appetites. Number three is protecting his family. Number four providing for his family, and number five is leading his family. And this is how this article describes what biblical manhood is, or what I'll call biblical masculinity. It's so, like I said, humility before His God. Ultimately, guys, recognizing we are not perfect, we are in an imperfect state, and we are ultimately sinners. This is what I always talk about: is getting and putting your faith first. Um, it is acknowledging your need for a Savior, Jesus Christ, and believing in Him for salvation. After that, it gets into controlling your appetites um, as as men. That is the getting the knowledge of who God is in your life. But now, secondly, following that up with submission to how God calls us to live um, in the article. It gets into where is it here at first Thessalonians four, three through five, where it talks about for this is the will of God, your sanctification that you abstain from sexual immorality That each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. That is what it looks like to control your appetites. Those appetites, guys, can be anything. So don't mistake this as being just any one particular thing. For some of you, maybe that's controlling an urge and an appetite for pornography. Um, For another man, that might be a desire to drink. Uh, For someone else, maybe it's drugs. Um, Maybe it's using language, foul language, and living like the rest of the world does. Um, Guys, there's any number of ways that this can take shape for whatever our urges and appetites are. Um, Even for some guys, maybe it's anger. You know, maybe it's just like, this didn't go well, and I'm just going to give in to my urge to throw something, break something, shove my fist through a wall. I don't know. Whatever those urges are, guys, we need to be controlling them and submitting them to Christ. So that is the the next one in those principles guys. So very first humility before God have a relationship with him. Number 2, control those appetites and those urges. Um you have to rely on God to overcome all of those temptations. Um, as the Bible lines out, I think it's in Hebrews, that he has not given us any temptation um, that we can't overcome. We, we we always have a way out under it. So he's, he's never going to let us be tempted beyond what we can bear. So guys, just remember that and be constantly working to control those urges and appetites. And believe me, I say that to myself first uh, before I say it to any of you. Um, that was something that really got my attention as I read through this article. Um, number three of what biblical manhood looks like was, um, protecting his family. Now this can look, um, like be physical this could be like physical protection um uh, but it also guys might be and i think more definitely is spiritual protection um or even like i'd say um maybe educational protection maybe you're you've got to teach and protect your kids and your family from just false teaching that's floating around in the world from things that are floating around in social media land or or whatever it is, if you like I said earlier, if you guys have kids in a public school system, you most certainly need to be guarding and protecting your kids from an educational perspective. Um, so spiritually protecting your family, that is definitely some uh, a major aspect of how we need to show up in our role as men. Um, but guys, it, like I said, it may also quite literally be physical. Um, we may someday be called upon to physically protect our families. We need to be competent and capable to do so. Um, so we need to be training one way or another. That's still an area I need to grow in and something I'm, I'm hoping I'll be able to pursue more, um, in the coming year. But, um, for now guys, I'll, I'm doing what I can to just be physically prepared via, um, strength and, um, training and, and other ways that I'm, I'm pursuing right now. But that's something we all need to be pursuing regularly guys. Um, providing for his family guys is number four. And that I do believe is, is a call on men to provide for their families financially this is one I think could be very easily misinterpreted and I don't think it means that you need to make more money than your wife. Um, it's, I think it's okay if she makes more than you. Um, if that just happens to be where the finances fall. Um, but it does mean that you are showing up and providing for the family that you have and working hard to, to benefit them and provide a life for them. Um, I think another I think another thing we have to remember in this is, um, something the article called out and I really liked the way it called this out was that how this does take different forms and, um, and different circumstances can, can kind of look different that we shouldn't think of things like an unemployment, like if you got laid off or if there's an illness or injury that prevents you from working for a while. Um, those are, those are not deliberate arrangements. Those are not, um, permanent things that happen in life generally, um, that is, that is a one-off and there's still ways that we can you know, contribute and provide for our families despite those things. Um, even if it was maybe like a permanent injury, but ultimately guys, it's if things that are not deliberate arrangements, um, we, we will get around those things. I would even say for like myself, um, uh, my wife and I decided to, um, step away from a corporate job that I had and to start our own business, And that has not been producing, it is producing, Um, it is is going the right direction, but it is not producing the kind of income that I once had. And my wife has definitely been pulling more of the weight financially than I have over the last few years, but we are trending in the right direction and that will not always be the case. Um, But even still, guys, in the meantime, I'm doing everything I can to work hard and provide um, for the finances needed in our household um, via yeah, another part-time job while I build a business. And there's, there's just a lot. I think we could go down the rabbit hole in, in this particular principle, but I think you guys get what I'm saying. We have to be adding value. And I think financial value to our homes and providing for our household. And then guys, finally, it was leading, um, his family. This is the fifth principle to biblical masculinity. And this one, again, I think is a really, a really good one. Um, because like I said earlier, our our role um, is to lead, and our role model is Jesus Christ. And this is where I think a lot of men are getting it wrong. I think we are thinking that that leadership means we have to go in and demand that everybody in the family, our wives and our kids, um, live exactly the way that we say they should live. Um, it's basically showing up kind of like a tyrant or a, a dictator. Um, And we're basically domineering our households um, with our leadership and sort of um, living out this, as this article says, a, a repressive arrogance. And that is not biblical masculinity. That is not showing up the way that I think God intends for us to as men in our role as husbands and as fathers. Um, we have to follow Christ's example, and Christ led via humility and meekness. And don't mistake those words with weakness. Um, that is not the case. Um, we we can't show up demanding, like I said, that our wives live out, for instance, biblical womanhood or biblical femininity. That's not our place. Um, It is our place to submit ourselves to Christ and to live the way that he exemplified and showed us how to live. If your wife ultimately does not submit herself to Christ, that is not up to you to change. Um, You need to keep living out your role the best way that you can in the most obedient way, submissive way that you can before Christ. And I do believe over time that that God will be, um, impacting your wife through that obedience. Um, but you cannot go in and demand that she change and start living out biblical womanhood. Um, it's a little different with your kids um, because I do think that you are the authority, a figure for them and that you can set a certain amount of expectations. But at the end of the day, uh, they also have to choose to make uh, that choice. They have to choose to submit themselves to Christ or to stay on the throne of their lives, and all you can do is teach them the best way you can. And now here's here's the difference because this can be a fine line. Um, you, you know, it's like you think maybe I'm saying in one hand that you cannot demand that others live the way that you insist they should, and yet somehow I'm saying yet you are an authority figure and should set um, expectations for your children but i think you guys a lot of you i think know the difference of what i'm talking about but just to try to clarify this these are two different approaches and one um uh, the the dictator the domineering side is um an insistence on living the way getting others to live the way you want them to out of um your because of your own desire because of convenience and um well something that satisfies you and your will and your desires Um, The other one is a gentle leadership and a coaching and a teaching that takes place for the betterment of others um, because it is guiding and teaching and leading others around you um, for their good, for their well-being so th- that is the difference and again for i don't i don't think um i have to elaborate too much on this i hope you guys know what i mean if you don't then by all means hit me up and ask we can have a, a full conversation about just that and i'm sure without, that conversation would last far far longer than this episode's going to but i just really wanted to share more of these thoughts and get you guys thinking about this a little bit of, of how do you show up um as a as a christian man and live out biblical masculinity in the world around you and with your families, because it sounds like via the conversation I had this morning, um, even within Christian circles, guys, we're, we're mistaking what biblical masculinity looks like and that we're thinking we need to um, show up like the Jesus who uh, overturned tables in the temple um, when others are not living the way that we believe they should be. And uh, I think Again, Christ can do that because he's God and he knows how to live out um, righteous indignation um, or righteous anger um, in a way that I don't think many of us are capable of. Um, But I I mean, that's that's uh, one exception out of, I think, many, many more instances that we see of Christ's gentleness, humility, meekness, tenderness, um, kindness and mercy like that. I think we see those things way more often. Um, in Christ, then, then we see him overturning tables, you know, like the, in that particular instance that I'm referencing. So I, again, I just want you guys thinking about this. Um, how how do you live out biblical masculinity on a day-to-day basis? What does that look like? Um, what does it not look like? You know, what, what sh- does that mean you should be doing? How do you handle difficult situations, difficult conversations? Um, how do you use your strength that God has given you in a positive way and to be a man who is, yes, dangerous, but has all the capability of using that danger under control, and uh, y- you can use your strength in a way for the building up and betterment of, of others rather than um, being a man who's um, reckless and dangerous and just doesn't know how to control his urges and his temper and and all of these things. So guys, hit me up. Tell me what you think of this article of these five principles. Again, those five principles are um, a biblical masculinity is, is humility before his God, controls his appetites, is protecting his family, is providing for his family, and leading his family. Um, what does that sound like to you guys? what What do you think from what do you think that means for how we live that out on a day to day basis and in society? Because um, we need to be men who are living this out and getting this correct. The more that we tarnish the the view of Christ by using our masculinity incorrectly, um, the more damage we do, and the more we turn people away from wanting to know our Savior and wanting to know what, wanting to know Jesus Christ, who ultimately is the one who can help heal and correct and and rebuild um, their lives in a way that that nothing else ever could so guys let me know what you think um, hit me up on social media or on on email with your thoughts of this episode um, with what this looks like um, I'd love to know how you guys are living this out in, in your lives and uh, again it can be an encouragement to me and how I show up and do this better so by all means hit me up I'm at discipline of manliness on Instagram and Facebook I'm discipline of manliness at gmail.com for email and just give me your thoughts and feedback guys. I'd love to know what you guys are thinking from this. Um, I hope again, this has been an encouragement to you guys and is impactful for you and how you show up and become the men that God has designed for you to be. So guys, let's be sure we're living this out in the best way we possibly can. Um, even in our sinful state and, uh, let's, uh, let's show up and live each and every day, under submission to Christ and and what he has for us. So I hope you guys have a great week. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. And again, till next week, guys, keep practicing the discipline of manliness.